Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Before we get started with another great edition of the Duke Rosslyn podcast, I do want to let you know, Zencaster.com. That's right, Zencaster.com. They are, without a doubt, my favorite website to head over to for all of these great conversations that you hear on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. Superior quality and sound. Also, they have a great uh, video option as well if you need to record your videos. But the best part about it is the files are all split separately into MP3s. So you can edit them separately, you can put them together, do whatever you got to do. The main idea is Zencaster. Zencaster.com, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R. For all of your podcasting, video conferencing, even if you just want to uh, have a great conversation with your loved ones, all your needs there online for communication, Zencaster has you covered. That's right. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. What's going on there, folks? Let me tell you something. Today is all about the ladies. Like we said, pro wrestling and everything else. A little later, the everything else is going to be Katie Darrell, you know, the host of the hit TV show Top 10 Revealed on Access TV. She has some great information about season four. Can't wait for you to hear that conversation. But before we get to any of that. Ooh, got a great, great interview here with the new and actually the first Mission Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions of the World, the Renegade Twins. Let me tell you something, folks. I'm going to celebrate my 39th birthday this year, and my entire life, I've been a wrestling fan. I mean, literally, when, when I think about when I first my first memories of being alive, it's watching pro wrestling. So I've seen them all. Literally, I've seen them all. And I can honestly say our, our featured guests this week, they remind me of one of my favorite tag teams in the history of wrestling, the Crush Gals. I mean, these ladies, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s, they took the wrestling industry by storm. They had fans screaming their faces off and passing out. It was almost like the Beatles were in town or something like that, the way the Crush Gals were, were able to just electrify everywhere that they went. And more importantly, they got it done in the ring, which is what made them so special. And I can honestly say that our featured guests this week, they are like the Crush Gals, the next generation. I mean, legitimately, two of the baddest women on the planet. They don't take any mess from anybody. They get it done in the ring. They tell you they're going to beat your butt. Then they, they actually do it, which is pretty terrifying. So without further ado, welcome to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. They are the Mission Pro Wrestling World Tag Team Champions, the Renegade Twins. What's going on there? Oh, come on. You know you can do better than that. 
you can do it with more feeling, Duke. Just a little bit more feeling. Just a little bit more. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> let me let me rewind this for a second here because I want to make sure I get this right. I mean, this is this is an important interview here. So hold on. Hold <clears throat> me, 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 me. <clears throat> okay. Welcome to the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, the Renegade Twins. How's that? There you go. A lot better. better. Round of applause. Okay. Okay. Thank you. See, listen, I don't want any problems, okay? Because, you know, Charlotte, Robin, I've seen what you do to your opponents, and I just want to make sure I stay on your good side. It's not that I'm afraid of you. It's just that I'm afraid of you. So (laughs) you've broken even pretty far. You know, you didn't necessarily introduce us the correct way, but you redid it and you gained a point. So you're at zero. And then you said my name correctly. Charlotte. I get Charmin. I've gotten Celeste. I've gotten Chevy. I've gotten a lot of different names. I've gotten Charlotte even, but not ever Charlotte. So you got a bonus point in my book. Okay, well, I'll, I'll definitely take all the points I can get. As long as I stay on the right side here, I think I'll, I'll hopefully I'll, I can make it through this here. Now, what about you, Robin? Do you, do you have any issues with people saying your name incorrectly? It's kind of very simple. You kind of got to be a little not so bright to mess up my name. <laughs> it's, it's five letters. <laughs> well, it's kind of fancy, though, because you do have a Y in there instead of an I. And I wanted to talk to you about this. Is it is it possible that maybe you're not spelling the name correctly? Me I'm not, sorry? Sell, not, oh. not spelling my own name correctly. Are you are you seriously asking me that question? Are you one of okay. these not so bright people? Listen, come I, on, I just come on, dude. Yeah. Don't make us right. don't make us take another take away that point that you just got. Okay, okay. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mess up uh, the other name too. Uh, okay, we <laughs> we're starting off in an interesting way here. Well, let let's talk about Mission. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I definitely didn't do that. I mean, Jesus, you got bigger muscles than I ever will. So I don't want any problems here. L- let's talk about Mission Pro Wrestling, because you two ladies just won the World Tag Team Championships. In fact, you're the first Mission Pro Wrestling World Tag Team Champions. How does that feel? I mean, you know, Robin, we'll start with you since I, I kind of questioned your name there. How does it feel to be a World Tag Team Champion? Just right. It feels like it was destiny. It feels like, you know, we were here and it was just gold. It was just meant for us to be Mission Pro's very first world tag team champions. I mean, we just made history. So I feel like it was made for us. It was our fate. It was our destiny. And, you know, Charlotte, you definitely told the world that you were going to walk in there and you were going to win. And you backed it up. Hey, if you're going to talk big game, you always got to back it up. Come on, Duke. You've seen our our matches. You've seen our promos. I will call anybody out. I do not care. And I will tell them, get ready to get your tail whooped. Where where does this attitude come from, Charlotte? Because that that is a thing where it seems like you you ladies just continue to call everybody out. It's, It's like you're not afraid to, to tell everybody that you're ready to, to throw down here. Where does that come from? Why are you two ladies so hell-bent on beating the hell out of everyone? We get it from our mama. <laughs> That's all I can say. Our mama has always been very feisty, very strong-headed woman, and has taught us not to take slack from anybody. 
she taught us to know who we are and to be confident in that. And I know who I am. And Robin knows who she is. We are renegades. And we're not going to let anybody or anyone come back in that ring or anywhere and trying to deny that. Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you make a believer out of me for sure. And, and shout out to Mama Renegade. I know that she's been online and she's been sending a lot of great messages and talking about hey, the hey, journey hey, that hey, she leads. Amen. Um, are you trying to get with my mama? What is oh. this? You're bringing up my mama and like, there's no reason for that. We don't need to talk about my mama. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I will move on. I, I didn't mean to say anything about your lovely mom. I, I just thought, you know, hey, give her a shout. Okay. Hey, we just told you, do not mention our mother. You just called her lovely. You trying to flirt with her? <laughs> she has a husband. And if you really need to know so bad, she's doing great. <laughs> no, but okay. in, all seriousness, in all seriousness, no, our mom, it's, it's just uh, an amazing thing that our mom is willing to put herself out there and support us and be as open as she is on all of our fronts. As long as, as well as our dad, you know, we've um, always, he's always been our biggest supporter, especially when it comes to sports and anything that we've always wanted to do and put our minds to. We're just honored that our parents love us that much. Yes. <laughs> you definitely have a great, now I'm saying family. So I'm mentioning everyone here. You definitely have a great family. I hear that your younger brother may be looking into becoming a world champion someday as well. <laughs> maybe, maybe one of these days. <laughs> Actually, no, he, um, we always joke and play with him about trying to wrestle. And he says, no, it's, it's not something he would want to do. Um, he's more into music and that cars. Kind of stuff. He's yeah. a rock star, man. Oh yeah. He loves cars and music. And, um, just, he played golf for a while. Like he's just, uh, he's just a very laid back kid. <laughs> wow. Well, when you, when you have two sisters who can beat the hell out of anyone, if, if they step out of line, I guess you could be whatever you want to be in life too. So right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me. Now, what's the story I hear about the dogs? Because I found this fascinating, you know, you know, I'm the Duke. I do my research here. I found out that you, you ladies have five dogs. Is that true? <laughs> yes, yes, true. <laughs> we um, rescue animals. Right. So, um, all of them are boxer pit chihuahua mixes, except for one who is just a pit bull. I don't know. They're all super tiny, except for the one big one. They're amazing. We love them. <laughs> I have one and she has Down syndrome and she's my little baby. I love her so much. <laughs> her name is Biscuit. And uh, Charlotte has a little dog named Hercules. Yeah. From we named him after the dog in Sandlot. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is cute. But he's that not even cute. close to that big. And he's a little crackhead. He just <laughs> loves to run around and play and bark all the time. So, but I'm, I'm curious about something, though. You said that Biscuit has Down syndrome? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. So this is this is something I'm learning here. I didn't realize that that was possible for animals, especially dogs here. Oh, yeah. It's possible for animals, but we didn't realize it was possible for animals either. Um one day she was running around in the front yard and she clipped her dew claw off and we had to take her to the doctor. And when we got the results back, like blood work back from the doctor, they said that she had Down syndrome and explained a lot as to why she was so hard to train and um, get her to understand things. A good sign is what the doctor told us that dogs are special or have special needs. 
is that uh, if they're one day their eyes are normal and then the next day their entire eye is black, it's like their pupil has dilated to the entire, like cover their entire iris. And it's just a sign of dogs that are special. They just have special needs. Wow. That is something else, folks. We just learned something new here. Or at least I did. Um, that, that is, that's an incredible, incredible information. And, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it, it just is a reminder that even though you can be big and, and, and tough world champions, there's, there's, it's okay to have a gentler side as well. And the fact that you <laughs> ladies have five dogs, including a, a dog with special needs, and you take care of the dog, you know, you love them all just the same. That's pretty incredible. That's, that's incredible oh. information there. Well, for sure, man. I mean, we're human too, you know. We got to all be a little bit human. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Spe- speaking of which, I mean, come on. There's a lot of people who you ladies keep in your circle. And I've noticed that you've had some big names that you've worked with and, and kind of refined your skills with. Who are some of the who are some of the folks who you've done some training with that have helped you get to this point? Of course, we got to shout out our very first coach ever, always been our coach, uh, QT Marshall. He has been our coach since day one. We've worked with Cody Rhodes in the ring as well, uh, Dustin Rhodes a little bit, uh, Thunder, Thunder Rosa. Rosa and Jazz. Let's shout out Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Layla Hirsch, Ty Conti, Ty Conti, Chris Statlander. Those women. Um, everybody really that we've ever stepped foot in the ring with, uh, let's even shout out our own classmates, Angelica Risk, uh, Kat Spencer, Hyena Hera, Rekka Tahaka, Brooke Havoc, Brooke Havoc, women like that. Um, just really being in the ring with anybody and being able to expand yourself and being able to work with everybody and learn from everybody. Everybody has something else to bring to the table. Everybody has something else to learn and teach. Um, Jasmine Allure, I will say that this weekend, this past weekend at our show, she won the belt. Um, Too bad she had to turn around and lose it, but uh, we'll we'll touch on that at a different time. Um, But La Rosa Negra held a seminar. and Yes, and we learned so much. And Jasmine, I've learned so much from Jasmine just watching her wrestle. Um, So like Kylan King. Kylan King, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, we've never shared a ring with Kylan King other than in training, but She's like all of these women and all of these men that we're speaking on, they're amazing. And they've all helped us in different ways. I feel like it's super important to acknowledge everybody because everybody has a, a different. Some of those who have helped us get to this point. It's not just one person in particular that did that. Wow. That's a heck of a list there. And of course, you mentioned some friends of the show like uh, Jazz. Thunder Rosa, you know, these are, these are folks, Nyla Rose. These are, these are friends of the show for sure. Uh, Kylan King been following her since ignite wrestling down in Florida. She's fantastic. I will say this though. Uh, you know, Jasmine Allure, she has a fresh mouth. She's always <laughs> talking trash out there. And I was very surprised and very upset about the fact that she defeated my very good friend, La Rosa Negra. Okay. So that's why I was very happy that my other good friend, Holiday made short work of her. And I'm just going to say that because I know you ladies were, were at ringside eating candy and, and, and mugging for the camera and stuff like that there. Um, but, you know, in, in the end, uh, you, you know, your girl Jasmine Allure, she kind of got caught uh, looking the other way there. I mean, do, do you expect her to be able to bounce back and, and 
challenge Holodead for that Mission Pro Wrestling Championship? I definitely see her bouncing back and doing that. I think this past weekend really taught her a good, hard lesson. You know, sometimes you got to get spanked to really realize where you've messed up. Um, she sent us away. She sent us away after we helped her win. So, and she was the person who brought us in to Mission Pro as her muscle, along with Ava Wild. And it's just like, why did you bring us here if you really didn't want the backup or the help? But that's after, really all she wanted was we, the backup and the help. She didn't want the camaraderie that comes with that. She didn't want to show off that war. All three of us had belts. And you know what? If she hadn't told us to get out of the ring, maybe she'd still have her championship. Because what we know as renegades, we back up what we talk. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't expect it to go this way, but I'm not going to question it because you, you both mean it. So, okay. That that makes sense. Speaking of which here, so you're the, you're the Mission Pro Wrestling World Tag Team Champions. So where do we go from here? I mean, Charlotte, come on. Where do we go from here? What do you expect to happen over the, the rest of 2021 and even going into 2022? We have nowhere to go but up from here. At CCW on November 6th in Houston, Delaware, we have a title shot against the blonde trauma. Blunt force trauma. Oh, blonde force trauma. See, my bad. You know, <laughs> they're, so, I, they're so forgettable that Charlotte forgot their names. Okay. So the blonde girls. Um, so, <laughs> but it's Heather Monroe and Raylan, and we've heard, you know, the run of the mill that they're gonna, they're gonna come out and they're gonna make some history. Well, here's the deal is that we've already made history and we're ready to make some more. Well, listen, I, I expect, uh, nothing but gold in, in your sights there for the Renegade Twins. You've already proven it in Mission Pro, so why can't you do it in, in CCW as well? And, you know, Robin, I mean, you ladies have already appeared in AEW, which I find just fascinating. I don't even understand because you're still pretty fresh in the game here, but you've already made such a difference. You've already busted enough heads that you've made it into the big time. So so what about AEW? I mean, is, is there a possibility that we'll see the Renegade Twins teaming up and hurting some people, uh, you know, whether it be at the end of this year or in 2022 at all? Someday soon you'll see us back in the AEW ring as Renegade Twins. But until then, all we're going to say is get you some. <laughs> well, listen, I, I don't want to get any because I, I'm a sensitive guy. I, you know, I'm, you know, sensitive thugs. We need hugs. We don't want to we don't want to fight. <laughs> so I'm just going to say that right off the bat here. Definitely don't want any problems here. So why don't you ladies let us know there, though? You know, on social media, I know that there are a lot of folks who are just going crazy over you ladies because, it is very clear that you're not the future of wrestling. You are wrestling. You're wrestling today. So what's the best way that anyone listening right now can check out and follow the Renegade Twins? So we just made a new page for like a combined Renegade Twins page. Um, it is renegade.twins on Instagram. My personal Instagram is charlotte.renegade. And my personal Instagram is Robin.Renegade. And then when we get to Twitter, we just made up a, a joint Twitter account as well. And that Twitter is Renegade.Twins. My personal Instagram is W18Robin. 
she means Twitter. <laughs> oh, Twitter. My bad. Yes, you're right. And Listen, my... Charlotte, you're the only one who can correct uh, Robin, so that's fine. Sure. Yes. <laughs> hey, if we get in a fight, man, it's whatever. <laughs> if you try to start a fight, I don't think you're stupid enough to do that, though. Nope. Nope. I'm not <laughs> my, stupid enough to do that. My Twitter handle is Char Renegade underscore one. They are the Renegade Twins. Before I let you go, ladies, I do have one last question for each of you here. And this is very important, okay? Because I'm a big fan of ice cream. I love ice cream. My favorite ice cream out there is, without a doubt, bubblegum ice cream. So, and I don't even know if you even know about bubblegum ice cream. I mean, you really got to be an ice cream head to know about that. But um, we'll start with Robin. Robin, what is your favorite ice cream? Well, before I answer that question, I want to touch on the fact that you said you like bubblegum bubble ice cream. I'm a kid at heart. What do you want me to do? Yes, I love bubblegum ice cream. What's wrong with if that? If you said cotton candy, I'd be like, oh, okay. But bubblegum ice cream? Think of cotton candy ice cream, but with pieces of bubblegum in there, and you're pretty close to what it is. Oh, no, buddy. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but okay. It's a good question. I have two go-tos, double chocolate chunk with raspberry, like puree in it, which is amazing. Or I go to a chocolate coffee kind of ice cream. I love it. Okay. What about you, Charlotte? I also have two go-tos, but it's something that like, if I was sitting at home and I had like these two ice creams, I'd probably do like a half and half. Like I do like one scoop and then that scoop and eat them together. Black cherry that has like whole pieces of black cherry in it. And then green tea, but only a very specific kind of green tea ice cream. That right there, chef's kiss. <laughs> Delicious. You know, I, I do want to point out the fact that I was just chastised about eating bubblegum ice cream. And yet you <laughs> two want to have the fanciest, like complicated <laughs> ice cream in the history of life. I mean, just because as soon as these ladies get tag team championships, suddenly they got to eat this fancy ice cream out here. It's not all I mean, suddenly. And I don't know why you got an attitude with this man. Oh, you got lower that. He said, sorry. Take the bass out your voice. Sorry. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Renegade Twins, they are your Mission Pro Wrestling World Tag Team Champions. They are going to be the World Tag Team Champions everywhere in the universe because that's just how great they are. Ladies, thank you for joining Duke Loves Wrestling. Thank you, thank for, you having for having us. us. I am terrified of the Renegade Twins, and I, and I know I was pushing my luck a little bit. I mean, the biggest mistake that I made was mentioning their lovely mother and I'm sure if they ever see me out in these streets, I better run. <laughs> but don't worry. I went to Panera Bread. I got my coffee. I'm always prepared. You know, I get my energy. So if I got to run away from the world tag team champions, the Renegade Twins, then, you know, at least I have a good shot there. And you certainly can have a good shot as well. Once again, Panera Bread, they have that Panera Plus program. I mean, literally unlimited coffee or hot tea all day long. Every two hours, you can go in there, get yourself a cup, any size. You can, you know, put whatever you want in there, whether you do milk, you do cream, almond milk, your sweetener, the whole nine yards there. It is so wonderful. There's a Panera Bread everywhere 
around me. So it works out for me pretty well. And hopefully it'll work out for you. Visit PaneraBread.com for more information about their Panera Plus program, great food, and so much more. That's right. Okay. Without further ado, my conversation with the wonderful Katie Darrell. Folks, you know that I am a big fan of Access TV and their programming over there. You find yourself flipping channels because there's always those dead moments and what have you. Uh, you, You've worked all week. You just want to sit down and veg out. And ultimately, I find myself landing on something music related on Access TV that I just can't turn the channel from. And next thing I know, I'm just sucked in. And especially if they have a marathon going on, forget about it. Okay, I'm just sucked in. I'm singing tunes that I haven't heard in a while, bringing up memories of of different experiences throughout life and what have you. It's just really a cool thing. And one of the shows in particular, really the main show in particular that does this for me is the Top 10 Revealed. Okay, this is a show that you can plug in. It's a really cool historic type of thing where, again, it brings you back. But they also have some great conversation about concepts and how to relate the music to certain concepts, which I think is really clever because it gets you to think on a, on a level that maybe other shows don't really bring out of you so much. So without further ado, the host of the top 10 revealed, none other than our friend here, Miss Katie Darrow. How you doing there, Katie? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. We were talking offline about this, but you're someone that I just have a tremendous amount of respect for. You really have been on my TV screen for, you know, at least the past 20 years here. <laughs> and I've actually learned I a lot. I started from when you. I was five, though, right? Because exactly, I'm exactly. only 25. You started when you were five. Well, well, hold on a second, though. There's there's some truth to that to a certain degree because you were a teenager really, when you started getting into radio hosting and things like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I started in radio when I was about uh, 14 and a half or 15 years old. So I've been doing it for some time. I put, you know, I put in my hours. You sure have. I mean, you're, and this is the thing, you're a young person. Anyone can look at you and see that. But yet in terms of years of experience, you certainly have that in your pocket, which is so important. And really with Access TV, I mean, come on. You know, the top 10 revealed is it's one of my favorite shows of any genre on television. You folks are going into your fourth season. Okay. We're talking Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Access TV. And you got a big episode to to kick off this season here. October 31st, murder songs. What the <laughs> heck can we expect here? Because I, I, I'm getting a little street, nervous. They call it murder. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Jamrock. Also, how about yeah. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy, right? It's murder. Oh you're singing along. You're having a good time. And then you're like, oh, wait, I am. I, I'm singing along to a song that is about murder. And that's what that topic is. Is You know, we're not trying to get um, we're not applauding murder. We're just pointing out that these are real catchy tunes that people love. Um, but yeah, someone got killed in them. My Delilah, Tom Jones, right? Why? Ooh. Why, 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 Delilah? He grabbed a knife, right? 
Um, so, so this is, yeah, 10 songs um, voted by the fans uh, as their favorite murder songs. And you get to learn cool water cooler facts about each song. You have celebrity guests commenting on why they love the song. Everyone from Dee Snyder to Carney Wilson uh, to Finesse Mitchell, formerly of Saturday Night Live. Uh, all these great people saying, you know, I love this song and this is why, or I didn't like this song, or here's my advice to you if you're found in this situation, run! Um, and it's just, it's a great show. And every week, you know, like you said, this Sunday, sure, it's murder songs. But this season for season four, we have, you know, top 10 songs about rain, you know, Here Comes the Rain Again or No Rain by Blind Melon or top 10 uh, 80s sound movie soundtracks. So you have Lost Boys, you have Flashdance, you have... Um, the Breakfast Club, or how about top 10 songs? Um, oh, top, this was great. The, oh my God, I love this one. Sorry, I'm rambling, but for Thanksgiving, we're doing top 10 bands you can eat. Red Hot Chili Peppers, hmm? Pearl Jam, Salt and Pepper. Again, you're taking this whole concept of music history and you're you're putting a different spin on it with with these different show themes and what have you. I mean, listen, I'm a I'm a I was born in 1982. Okay, so I know that you have an episode coming up, debut albums of 1982. Mm. I'm very very excited to listen to that because literally that's my year, right? Yeah. Or, or 80s movie soundtracks. I mean, come on now, so who good. who doesn't love movies from the 80s and especially so Dirty Dancing? Oh my god, oh we could talk god. about Dirty Dancing for the entire episode because every song on that you know soundtrack was fantastic. Instant hit, instant classic, instant hits on there, and this is what I'm talking about. I mean, legitimately, um, I know that you're somebody who's not just a host, but you're a producer. Did you come mm-hmm. up with this whole concept here? I mean, is is this your brainchild? You you can be honest with us here. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I I do have to give a nod to my husband as well because listen, I, we sit around and I don't have a hobby. I tell people I just work. <laughs> work is my hobby. I love music. I love classic rock. I love coming up with ideas and concepts. And you know, m- my husband's a content creator as well. So yeah, we were sitting around and we we're thinking, what's the next show we should uh you know have you do on Access TV? And we were talking about you know there's no real good countdown shows on the network. And so uh, we sat around you know over a bottle of wine talking and brainstorming. And I was like, okay. I'm going to pitch this to Mark Cuban, who was the owner at the time. And yeah, we came up with the top 10 revealed and um, we're going strong fourth season. And we already got approved for our fifth season, which will be out in the spring, which will see us mark the hundredth episode, my friends. Unbelievable. Congratulations. 100 episodes. That is not an easy feat, especially these days where allegedly the consumer has such a short attention span. So the fact that you've been able to put something together that has lasted this long and it's going to continue to keep going. I mean, it, it really is a testament to your staying power. And even with Access TV as a, as a network, how many years have you been there? You know, uh, I started at Access TV as a freelancer in 2001. I think I, and that's when I was doing my show, um, True Music, which was sponsored by Budweiser. And I think I did that for about two years before I became like a full-time staff employee. So I, I am, I think, one of the longest employees at the network. What do you attribute that to? I mean, how are you able to stay in one place for 20 years, I mean, because keep in mind, yeah. we our generation- That's unheard and even, you know, of. It really it is. It is. It really is. That's, that's, a, that's an old school mentality there where you found a way to make it work and to make it work for you for, for so long there. So what do you attribute that to? 
Uh, you know what? And I don't want to sound like a kiss up, but I really attribute it to Mark Cuban. Um, like we said, you know, Mark Cuban created the network HDNet um, back in 2000, and it was the world's first high definition TV network. Um, and I just I was lucky to stumble upon an entry level career with Mark. Um, but from that point, you know, our relationship and our trust tree, you know, really grew. And I was able to transition from my first show into my second show, into my third show, into my fourth show at the network, even when it was changed from HDNet to Access TV. Um, And luckily, you know, I think he just he just always believed in me. He always trusted me. Even when it was time to cancel a show, it wasn't about canceling Katie. It was about saying, well, what's the next thing you you got, Katie? What do you got? You know, take a minute, think of some ideas and pitch me. Um, And I think having a boss that um, was always supportive and in my corner allowed me to have the longevity at the network. Um, You know, it, it was really hard for me when he sold his majority share in the company and became a minority share co- holder. I mean, sure, he's still involved at Access TV, but not on the day-to-day that I was used to. Um, and it was like breaking up. You know, you're like, wait, ah, that person that mentored me, and I'm sure he didn't even realize he was mentoring me at the time, but, you know, I started working, you know, for him when I was about 20 years old. So, you know, I was a kid and he taught me um, a lot of my work ethics and, um, you know, helped me really fall in love with the uh, broadcasting business and creating content business. And so I attribute my longevity at the career to him. And shout out to Mark Cuban. You know, a lot of people just, they know him as the the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, yeah. or they know him as the guy who is on, you know, Shark Tank or, or the internet guy. They don't realize that he literally is a jack of all trades. And yeah. for people who are such high capacity people like Mark Cuban, part of their skill set is being able to recognize others who are high capacity, yeah, who can yeah, do exactly. more than one thing at a time and, and and who can make things work, you know, creators, builders. And it, it does not surprise me that, you know, when you found each other, he really believed in you and your abilities here and you've proven yourself. I mean, legitimately, your staying power is just something to marvel at. And the best part is you continue to up the ante. You continue to improve which is really something to be said there. I want to talk to you about your your trademark here, okay? okay. Because your hair <laughs> makes a statement. I mean, let's talk about this now. Your yeah, you hair. You can't flip through the TV and not see that go by and know exactly who it is. No, it's 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 so cool. It's the big curly locks here, and I'm I'm in. You know, folks, anyone listening right now, I understand this is an audio show. I need you to grab your phone, grab your your computer, go online right now and refresh your memory. Katie Darrell, Google her, look at that hair and tell me that you don't remember that woman. You've Just seen her Katie throughout Darryl. the years. Com or Katie Darrell on all Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. It's just my there it name. Is. It's big curly hair. You know, what's really funny is I have two big sisters. All right. My mom and one of my sisters has the same curly hair. The other one has just... Ugh, beautiful like beach wave where I was like, oh, I mean like even better. It's like mermaid hair. Um, And I had straight hair growing up. 
And it wasn't until I went through puberty that it turned curly. So, I mean, yeah, right? There you are as a teenager and you're like, what's happening to my body? All these changes. And then you're like, ah, my hair, what is this? But luckily, I'd always been jealous of my mom and my sister for having the curly hair. So um, as mine uh, changed, I I was actually very pleased. When I was little, I begged for a perm. Oh, I want a perm. Oh, I want a perm. Um, And then, you know, careful what you wish for because I got curly hair and I have people ask, you know, oh, do you straighten it all? the time. And I don't, I haven't straightened my hair in probably over five years. Um, it's just, that's just a, a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work to do. Listen, if you, if you straighten that hair, Katie Darrow, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if the world can handle that. This will be another Felicity moment, uh, yeah, which we my don't husband want hates to it. Anytime I've done it, he's like, <laughs> I just don't feel like it's you. And I was like, Hey baby, it's like role playing. you be the male. Nice, man. He's, like, nice. he's, like, no. he's like, you're so weird. He's like, you're so weird. <laughs> Well, well, I, I wonder about this though. Do do hair care products do they do they approach you about uh, being an ambassador no. or, or something like that? No, I've never had anyone approach me about being a hair care ambassador. Um, I'm open to it, although I have to say I am obsessed with the products that I do use. I get stopped at the airport, at the grocery store. I get stopped everywhere by other women with curly hair, saying, "How do you like? What's your secret?" Because Curly hair is a real beast. Uh, I mean, it, it's really hard. You can't just like wash and go if you want to make it look good. And so many people don't know how to manage and do their curls that they do just wash and go. And then it's limp and it's cr- frizzy and it doesn't look good. And so you have to actually spend the time on it. Um, and I do have tricks and I do know exactly how to do it to the point that I had gotten sick of typing out to people my step-by-step regimen that I have it kind of copy and paste on my phone and I will airdrop it to strangers in the grocery store or at the airport when they're like, what do you do for your hair? I was like, here, just open up your phone. I'm going to drop you the instructions. And I say exactly what I do. Listen, hair care products out there, come on now. We were talking about the host of the Top 10 Revealed, Katie Darrow. You look at her, her, her gorgeous locks here. Come on. You know what I mean? This is a great opportunity. It's an easy one here. Mm-hmm. Get yeah, in touch right? with Katie Darrow. Come on. That's seriously, seriously. <laughs> you know, Katie, I, I wonder about something here because, again, you're someone who has done it all. You you, you do radio. You're doing the television hosting, um, interviews, the whole nine yards here. What's next? Because what, I know that you're someone who can't sit still. So so what's what's really going on in addition to what you have with uh, sure, sure. the top 10 revealed? Well, so, I mean, th- there's a lot in the pipeline or currently going on besides the top 10 revealed, which premieres this new season on October 31st on Access TV at 8 Eastern. Um, but I do a lot already for the network. Um, in addition to the top 10 revealed, I do their weekly series called uh, At Home and Social, which uh, you can see on YouTube. And it's me sitting down for about 20 minutes um, with a different guest. Each week, it's someone different, anyone from Mick Fleetwood to Tom DeLong of, you know, Blink-182 and Angels and Airwaves to Kat Von D uh, to Zach Wild. Uh, so every week it's a different in-depth interview. And then from those interviews, I get these derivative series where I then ask them, you know, hey, let's play rock and tell. Like show me, let's, it's like show and tell, but with rock memorabilia. And so I finish each interview with something like that. And that gets made into a derivative series on Access TV, which is also on like our YouTube and all of our, you know, different platforms and app. 
Um, I do a weekly music show for Access TV called The Music High Five, and it's a five-minute music show that you can catch on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube every Friday, um, which features interviews and then also like, hey, here's the latest album releases and tour information. So I've got a lot going on over there. I'm still working in their creative development department, so I've got another show that we're looking to get to series uh, in 2022 to kind of be partnered and pair and air kind of right before or after the top 10 revealed. So my plate is pretty full. I'm a mom. I've got a, my little boy just turned six last week, had a big old birthday party, went to Disneyland, all that. So I'm, I'm juggling enough, but I, I am always looking for what's the, what's the next fix, as you said. I love doing well, voiceover. So I, I mean, I think like if people say, you know, what's on the dream board right now is, you know, getting to do more voiceover, um, you know, in particular, love to do something with a cartoon. Ooh, but I'd probably I be like, like the, teenage, the smoking teenage big sister. <laughs> Even though I don't smoke, I know it sounds like I do. Hey, Bobby, but get that, back to your room. That that could work, though. I, I could I could picture your voice in a cartoon. That would be pretty cool. It would be fun. It would be fun. But um, yeah, that's wow. kind of what's, what's rocking and rolling on this end. Well, and, and here's the thing. I, I wonder about something because you're, you're somebody who clearly has a, a great love of music. You know your music. You know your music history and what have you, which is just so cool. And that's the reason why the Top 10 Revealed is such a successful show, because legitimately, you're not just there reading lines. This is something that is truly a part of who you are, and mm-hmm. your career has proven that, which I, you know, kudos to you for continuing to stick to your passion. Um, in our minds, we all have a soundtrack going. You know, we we all have these moments in life where it's like, man, if this was a movie, this is what would be playing right now. Right. So for me, if they made a soundtrack of my life, Bob Seger, Jay-Z and Miles Davis. Okay, Mm. Okay. those three artists, they have they have done my whole life like their work is it. You know what I mean? Uh, A special mention, special mention for Mark Cohn as well, because he's he's another one. Um. But I, but I wonder about something. If you could name a couple of artists or a couple of bands or what have you, what's the soundtrack to, to Katie Darrell's life? It's so hard. You know, I mean, the, it, it, obviously it's, you know, mood induced. Um, but I think first and foremost, I know it sounds very obvious, but the Beatles have to be there. Um, I, I think the Beatles shaped rock and roll in general. Um, so and their catalog is so big and wide that it really can fit all of your different moods and and a little bit of personality because sure it's bubblegum pop in the beginning but gets pretty groovy towards the end. Um, so I think the Beatles catalog is really important to me personally. <sighs> I love grunge. I love 90s rock. I mean, so it, it's hard to say, you know, is it is it STP? Is it, uh, is it even Audio Slave? Is it Pearl Jam or Nirvana? But I, I definitely think that that, that sound um, was so important to me through high school and college. Uh, so I'll go ahead and put in a little Nirvana Um just because I feel like, you know, they uh, they own that, right? That's the first and foremost. Um, and then, gosh, I mean, I, I might go with the Rolling Stones. Again, just, you know, because I'm, I'm old school like that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to get in the car. And if a Rolling Stones song comes on that I don't want to just crank it to 11, you know. ACDC I love. At one point I thought I should drop out of high school and go tour with ACDC. Thank God I didn't. Uh <laughs> Credence Clearwater. If I go to a karaoke room, that's my go-to because it's the right range for me. Um, I love classic rock, but I do love my 90s jams. 
80s is fine because it, it reminds me of my big sisters, but it's not my go-to. You know, I sure I appreciate Depeche Mode, but uh, you know, it wouldn't be my first on the list. No, you you got to have a little more grunge. I think the 80s was a little too colorful. You need to. Yeah, it's got to be a little 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 more down and dirty, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I, I love it. I love it. Once again, folks, we're talking about the top ten revealed Sundays Access TV, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Katie Darrell. Uh, before I let you go, I just want to say this publicly because I I, I truly mean it. Um, <laughs> again, you're somebody that I use as an example because I have a lot of folks. Um, I'm fortunate enough to have people who come to me for advice on, you know, whether it be various career decisions and things like that, but especially when it comes into podcasting, radio, hosting, you know, getting yeah. into video and stuff like that. And I always use examples because. There's just something about people who make an impression on me where it's like, yes, that's who I pay attention to. That's who I learn from. And Katie Darrell is someone that I absolutely pay attention to and have been learning from for years, especially your transitions, the way that you're able to go from one point to the next and really bring everybody along as you're doing that. You tell a complete story and it's so wonderful the way that you do it. And again, you're my prime example of how to do that effectively, especially for for young ladies who are interested in being in this space, because the other part of that is you've managed to last, you know, well, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I'm still standing. (laughs) Uh, That's so funny. That's so funny. No, I appreciate that. It is hard, you know, doing doing what we do is really fun. Listen, I love my job. I love it. Um, It's great. You know, I get to talk to rock stars for a living. You know, how how could I even possibly complain? But it is a challenge, you know. Uh, You know, interviews, they sound easy, but sometimes the other person that you're talking to almost purposefully makes it difficult at times. And I don't, you know, I'm not a big fan of egos and attitudes. And so there's nothing I enjoy more than talking to a rock star and 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 they don't act like a rock star. Like I get having a vibe, but I think, you know, trying to make someone's life miserable is not cool. And so I love when I talk to someone who is so friendly and just enjoyable to talk to and they don't make me feel like I have to pull teeth because it does make those transitions so much easier, you know? So it, it, it you know, I, I might be doing a good job. Thank you very much. And I appreciate that. But so much of that, you, you know, is owed to some of the people that I've talked to because they made it easy for me. <laughs> Katie Darrell, take us away, please. Oh my goodness. You guys, p- please, please, please watch the top 10 revealed on Access TV every Sunday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central. Every episode is different. We t- count down songs that are going to be stuck in your head for weeks to come. Rock stars like Dee Snyder, Carney Wilson, Jeff Timmons of 98 Degrees, Sean Stockman of Boys to Men. So many cool people on this show. Uh, every week is different. Please watch. Uh, and if you ever get bored, just go to any of my my socials, uh, Katie Darrell, is uh, what you now look for on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you for having me. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. Hello out there in TV land. Wait a minute. It's radio. No, it's a podcast. Catch my new podcast, Everything is a Gimmick with Brad Shepard. We're going to take an in-depth look 
at behind the dirt sheet scenes and all the headlines. And what me and Brad are going to do, we're going to look for the real truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us God. Every Tuesday on Patreon.com slash Big B Mafia. It starts at a dollar a month, guys. You got to come. You got to see us to believe it. Brad Shepard, Big B. Come and see us now. Check it out.